Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. This is a Piccolo Podcast production. Well, for those listening and watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, We've decided to to record this day three wrap live on our YouTube channel. So hopefully there'll be a few live viewers, uh, but we're obviously going to release it on our podcast feed because, I mean, the Aussies were so terrible, so friggin' terrible. We had finished actually very early on Saturday night. So Paul and I can, can go live on YouTube. Paul, Australia, I mean, was this... The humiliation expected from you? Oh, I, wasn't, I wouldn't say it was expected, but it's always possible in India. And look, everyone's going to say the Australians played terribly. They certainly didn't play well. But I think, you know, it is a very, very good Indian side. And you look at the, the bowling lineup of Ashwin and Jadeja, I would pick them both in my best ever Indian 11, um, certainly in Indian conditions, that they are just. A phenomenal pair of bowlers. Akshar Patel's really good as well. Um, you throw in Rohit Sharma averaging 70 at home, Virat Kohli, Shami's a, a top-class fast bowler, so is Siraj. Um, they're, you know, they're a, a really, really good side. Um, there's no shame in getting belted by a side. Like, you know, we're we're going to be very upset about it and we're going to talk about it, but you've got to acknowledge they are very good. Oh, well, India bossed us. You know, India are our friggin' daddy now. They own us. And, um, you know, you look at Ravi Ashwin today, five for 37. I mean, that was just 
imperious bowling from the very beginning. I mean, when you got Kawaja early, and we'll get into the details, but but you're right about how good India are in their home conditions. So, I mean, they were at the top of their game. They did everything right. They couldn't have bowled better. Uh, Australia were up to their old tricks again. I mean, it was just a series of familiar dismissals, you know, LBWs, you know, straight in front, um, you know, Today was an absolute disaster. I mean, for those that are, are just tuning in, Australia were bowled out for 91. They've lost by an innings and 132 runs. I mean, our top score was Steve Smith with just 25 in the second innings. I mean, we were bowled out in basically just over a session, 32.3 overs. Uh, you know, there was no fight there, was there, Paul? Surprisingly, it's actually our lowest ever test total in India. I'd have thought at some point we would have got rolled for something worse than that, but that is the lowest we've ever done in India. I know I don't agree with that. that. That's nonsense to say there was no fight. The Australians fight hard. I have never got any question about how hard they're fighting. Oh, um, no, no, not like effort level. No, I'm just saying like no one was able to dig in and sort of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. soak up a few. I'm, no, I'm never saying the Aussies aren't trying. I mean, I'm not no, one no, of those no. players that say I could do it better, but they just no one dug in there. You, you and I were messaging thinking someone's going to put up a fight here. You know, it might not win us the game, but we won't get this. Yeah, this was like the dark old days of the worst times when we've been in India. Uh, yeah, so it's like nothing has been learnt. And the other thing that makes it so galling is that for the for the four hours prior to that, the Indian lower order batted on that wicket with absolute comfort. You know, they, they I don't know the exact number of runs that they scored, but they batted for hour after hour after hour, making it look like a very, very um, docile pitch. So... Yeah, that's particularly disappointing. And it was just right from the start. that, that um, And I think that there's going to be a lot of criticism of the Australian batting. But I just think it comes down to the fact that Ashwin and Jadeja are just so much better than our spinners. And that's not to criticise our spinners. Ashwin and Jadeja, you'd struggle to find two better spinners ever, especially, uh, you know, in, Indi- in Indian conditions. The way that Warner was chuckling at some of the balls that he was facing and that they were spinning that far, every ball, you felt like there was going to be a wicket, which is not something that I've experienced for a while, but that is, you know, the classic Indian conditions when um, the Australians just can't seem to handle them. And as I said, w- when the Indians were facing, they were handling it fine. It would be very interesting, and they should do this now that they've got three days to spare. They should actually send the Indians out to face um, Jadeja, Ashwin and Patel. That would be a really <laughs> um, interesting concept. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see how they do. But, I mean, let's go back to this morning. Um, you know, India started the day with Jadeja and Aksar Patel at the crease. And Jadeja went on to make 70 before he was bowled by Todd Murphy, an excellent delivery that got through the gate. That was his sixth wicket. Um, then he got another one. He got Shammy out. He just let it go. What was that? He let it go. Yeah, it was a good delivery. Yeah. Um, uh, sort of arm ball. Um so and then um, I think it was just an off spinner that didn't turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then Shammy he he made a quick fire thirty seven, really rubbing salt into the wound of the Aussies, and he was caught by Carey off Todd Murphy. Um, Axa Patel was the last man to go bold by Cummins for eighty four. Um, so Todd Murphy finished with seven for one twenty four on debut. Uh, you know, you look at positives. I mean now. That was a stunning debut. I think second best figures on debut for any spin bowler in India. Yeah, fantastic. Congratulations to him. Uh, really exciting. And yeah, look, look, the future is very, 
it's going to be fun to watch him develop in, in the in the coming months and coming years. Congratulations. Disappointing that Bolin dropped Shammy early on. I was a sitter out at long on. Um, not not probably the best Australian fielding effort. Um, most of the other catches were quite difficult, but that was a that was a real sitter that was disappointing. But by then, the damage had already been done. Yeah, there's a there's a question here for our wrap up show from one of our fine listeners, Sam. He asked, "Do you think Australia would have held more catches if Langer was still coach? What do you think, Paul?" I think, man, as you shouldn't get members of your family to write in to give you sorry fixer questions, mate. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Sam wrote this to me on Twitter, and uh, look, yeah, I'm, look, I'm, the Aussies are. You know, they don't want to tie themselves out, so I don't think they do fielding practice much anymore. Who oh, knows look, if there's a correlation is, between dropping catches and fielding practice. I'm not sure. I've got a suspicion, uh, dear listeners and viewers, that men is this man who wears his Australianness on his sleeve and always wants us to win 5-0 in every series at a deep, dark place in his mind, was actually cheering on India so that he could um, mock Andrew <laughs> McDonald and mock Pat Cummins because he still no, wants no. Justin Langer back in the job. No, no. You disgust I'm, me, Menace. I'm happy to be wrong if Australia <laughs> wins. If, if Australia wins this series, you know, 3-1 now, and I have it. egg on my face, I couldn't be prouder, I couldn't be happier. You know, um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, let uh, let's continue. I'm not going to deny some of those allegations. Um, so at the end of the innings, Nathan Lyon finished uh, 49 overs, one for 126. Um, I mean, you have to say Todd Murphy bowled much better than him. Um, you know, any any thoughts on Lyon's performance? Well, I mean, it's kind of par for the course of what he's produced in India over over the years. He's got an average of is it off the top of my head about 31 in Indian conditions, which is not that good um, com- compared to what uh, Ashwood and Jadeja and others would average. Um, he-, he does this a lot. Like he bowls, he bowled pretty well. Um, he-, he was a serviceable performance, but when on that wicket, when we needed a, um, someone to stand up and really um, take a bundle, he wasn't there. And, and the thing is, it doesn't come as a surprise. I-, I don't look at those figures and think, Oh, that's a surprise. I look at those figures and think, yeah, that's kind of Nathan Lyon. Like he's a very decent bowler. I've always maintained He's overrated. You know, he's got an overall test average in the low 30s. That's not extraordinary. He's taken a lot of wickets. He's a lot better spinner than we've had. Um, of all the other crops since Warren, he's far better than than all of them. But, you know, um, yeah. as I said, in Australian conditions, sometimes we should go with four quicks because spinners don't do so well. And in Indian conditions, when they do do well, he doesn't really deliver as often as he needs to. Yeah, I don't want to stick the boot too much into line, but uh, it was an interesting point. I was um, today with Gav Joshi commentating on some Shield cricket, and we were talking about, you know, that Lyon's a little bit of a sensitive character and, you know, how would he cope with an with an off-spinner in the team doing better than him? And, you know, could that affect his mojo a little bit? I know you're not so much into sort of mojo and all that stuff, Paul. You sort of... Um, you know, you're not into the mumbo jumbo. I'm a bit more esoteric, I guess, a bit more spiritual. And I just wonder if perhaps, you know, th- this could be hard for line if Murphy continues to put in these performances. Yeah, if that's what your tarot cards told you, babe, good on you. That's fine. <laughs> What's that uh, one, are you? <laughs> no, look, I mean, I get that he, he I'll tell you what, he'd be feeling threatened right now um, yes. because, and when he each wicket that Todd Murphy got, you would not be human if in Nathan Lyon's heart of hearts is thinking, oh, this could be a bit concerning uh, because 
fast forward to when Australia only picks one spinner, if this continues, there'll come a point when it will be Murphy and not Lyon. So, yeah, of course you'd feel um, aggrieved, but I don't think that's a, uh, an explanation as to... Um, the It's because he's done it his whole career. He's, he's, mm. he's bowled uh, very decently in India, but has never been able to match the performance of the... Uh, Indian bowlers consistently. He's had the odd test match here and there, but not consistently. So, yeah, someone someone tweeted in that we should get a GoFundMe together and send Stephen O'Keefe over ourselves. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, everyone yeah, people are going to laugh. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, if, if two months ago, if, if if someone had said to him, "Listen, he's got a he's got a better first class bowling record than Shane Warne. He did it in the first test last time. Get him fit. Get him over there. It, it, he would have done better." There's no doubt about Absolutely. it. So India finished with exactly 400, a massive lead of 223. Uh, Cummins took two for 78. Um, Boland, none for 34 off his 17 overs, wasn't seen today. Um, yeah, just just an average bowling performance apart from Tom Murphy, who was absolutely exceptional. Um, so 400, you, when that lead got above 200, I was very confident that the game was going to end today. I mean, I was pretty confident last night, but once it got that 220, I was just like, we are absolutely cooked here. Um, just one note on Rohit Sharma, who made that brilliant 120. I don't know if we lauded him enough yesterday for you know how much better that innings was than every other performance in the match with the bat. Um, but he becomes the first India captain to score centuries in all three formats. And there's actually been only three other captains that have done that. Tilakaratna Dilshan, Faf Duplessis and Babur Azam. So it's quite an elite company of captains that have scored centuries in all formats. And, yeah, just um, an extraordinary performance from Sharma. That that really set this innings apart. And then you have to say Jadeja and Aksar Patel uh, were the ones that just took this game away from Australia. Yeah, it was, it was a wonderful innings. Look, I agree with all of that. And we did, we, we did talk him up, and uh, I mentioned how his home average is second only to Bradman as um, a home average of all test batting performances of all time. Um, back just to the Aussies, I, I thought that Boland bowled well all match and was unlucky not to take a few wickets. Same. And I thought that aside from his first three or four overs where he was a bit loose, Cummins bowled well as well. But there does have to be the question asked, on this particular pitch, did we really need, in hindsight, two quicks? And given that the quicks aren't really going to dominate no matter how well they bowl, is there an argument to say that if you're um, going to be in the Australian side as a quick bowler in India, you have to be able to bat? I mean, we would probably be better off having someone like Sean Abbott or Michael Nisa in there who can at least hold... You know, Cummins is OK as a bat, but he's overrated. He never seems to score any runs. His average is one of the weakest ever of a, for a number eight Australian batter. I think it is just about the worst average for a consistent number eight that we've ever had. Given that they're not going to take seven wickets, you might as well actually say, get the bowlers in there can actually, that, that can bat. Yeah, and I'm just going to say this again. You know, one thing that frustrates me is when, you know, different generations think they can reinvent everything. And I, I'm I'm not against fast bowling skippers, but this is the problem when you make a, a fast bowler the, the test captain. You know, it is harder to leave them out. And, you know, traditionally, not always, but, you know, top order batters that have a secure place in the side are the best options for your captain. Not wicket keepers and not fast bowlers. Now, I'm not saying Cummins is not doing a good job, but you see here, Paul, that if they go to leave him out next match, it's a huge deal. You've dropped the test captain when, in a sense, you're just playing to the conditions. It's 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 not even a slight. He's still, you know, as you say, you know, 
essentially the best fast bowler we've ever had statistically. So, uh, but but I just think that's why uh, you know he you shouldn't have a fast bowling skipper. I, I take your point, but I think what they need to do is take the next level and say there should be no controversy if Cummins says, you know what, um, next test match, I don't want to bowl back-to-back and bowl myself into the ground. Uh, we only need one fast bowler because we'll have Cameron Green back. Mitchell Stark comes into the side. He's a better batter. I'm going to sit this test match out. Steve Smith will be the captain. There's no big deal. Nothing to see here. We're nowhere near at that point because you're right, it would be a big story. Um, and it, obviously the, the, the pitch conditions in the second pitch may be completely different. So it may, may be academic anyway. And your point is a good one. He is statistically on the verge of being our best bowler, uh, fast bowler for, for a very, very, very long time. I love him. But if he's not in the best 11 for one of these upcoming tests, he should be able to stand aside and um, not make it a big deal. Yeah. Uh, look, the quicker a top-order batter is captain again, I will be much happier. And uh, I don't want to go on with it. But uh, just on, on the Indian performances with Jadeja's half-century, you know, that's the sixth time he's made a 50 and scored a f- and taken a five-wicket haul in a test match. Uh, he, the, other, the only other player to do it as many times for India is Ravi Ashwin, so no surprise there. And only Ian Botham with 11 and Shakib Al-Hassan with 10 have done it more times in test cricket. Um, Richard Hadley also did it six times. But, I mean, we were talking – I mean, you love Jadeja, and this is a, another stat to back it up. Why? Yeah, I mean, Jadeja – I actually tweeted it out after the show. I said he's the best Indian test cricketer ever, and I expected to get launched. And – one or two people did launch me, but I was actually like Indians actually either pretty much agreed with me, I think, or were, were agreeing that he does deserve more credit for just how phenomenal his performances are at test level. Yeah, he's better at home than away, but that's, you know, the, 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 there are plenty of players who can fall into that category. Yeah, he's a stunning player. I mean, yeah. as I said, we should find some Australian ancestry and somehow get him to switch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, India took a 223-run lead and Australia went out to bat. Kawaja was out uh, off Kohli in the second over. That made caught the score off, seven. Caught by, Kohli. caught by Kohli off Ashwin in the yep. first slip. He was out for five. Uh, then Manus Labashain was out plum LBW off Judasia for 17. And um, then Warner was out. I think he was dropped and then out uh, oh, No, soon after. So it was just a... I mean, once we were 34 for three, I was like, we are gone. It's funny because um, I saw the Labashain wicket and then had a long drive. And I thought, oh, rather than doing what I'd normally do, and that is put the cricket on pause and come back and watch it on delay and fast forward between the balls, I thought I'll actually listen to the radio coverage. So I didn't expect eight wickets to fall during (laughs) my drive. So I actually haven't seen the eight wickets. I've heard them described. Um, As an aside, I went to listen to it on ABC. For whatever reason, ABC didn't have it on. Uh, maybe it was on ABC Digital, but it certainly wasn't on 702. So I had to listen to it on SCN. That was pretty good, actually. They were, you know, not bad. Um, well, gave a good... hmm? I saw I saw Geek. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, they, it was a good atmosphere. Um, I, I quite, um, it wasn't at the test match special level at its best, but I think it was better than what I heard in the Australian summer. They got seemed to get the audio better as well. Um, it was um, it's quite nostalgic listening to cricket on the radio, we're driving and hearing the the crowd mix in the background quite well. It was it was, um, it was quite good. I mean, the cricket itself was horrifying from an Australian perspective, but I enjoyed the drive. Well, I'll describe the wickets for you. Manus Labuschagne back plum in front to Jadeja. Uh, uh, Warner just pressing forward LBW. R- Renshaw's one looked a bit high, but then it was crashing into middle stump. Uh, and look, I have to say, the umpires have been keen to put the finger up for the Aussies in this test match. Like all the umpires' calls have gone our way. Um, you know, Kerry no. trying to. Uh, sorry. Uh, 
Terry? I, I, I think the umpiring's been absolutely fine. Well, I'm just saying, like, Renshaw in the first innings, his was just clipping leg stump. I'm not saying it's a, a bad decision, but I'm just – it feels like, you know, we haven't got the rub of the green. Um, Pete Hanscom just pressing forward to Ashwin out LBW, carry out sweeping, uh, and then it was just an absolute catastrophe. I mean, Axar got Murphy, Jadeja got Cummins, line was bowled uh, by Shammy, and then Boland was out LBW. Uh, there was that thing where uh, Smith was bowled by Jadeja, uh, but then it was a no ball, so the match wasn't over. So Smith remained 25, not out. I mean, we were 34 for three, 42 for four, 52 for five, 64 for six. It was, it was just uh, just a steady stream of wickets, never never a partnership. I think the highest partnership would be between Manus and Kawaja of 19. That gives you an idea of how dire the batting effort was. Shami finished 4.3 overs, two for 13. Ravi Ashwin, five for 37. Shiraz just one over for a maiden. Jadeja two for 34. I get the feeling, you know, maybe if Jadeja had been brought on first, he would have taken five wickets. And Axar Patel three overs, one for six. Um, so just, a, you know, just a complete capitulation in 32.3 overs. Yeah, it was an absolute destruction. And again, in hindsight, um, Cavers' head would have been handy with the ball. Couldn't have done any worse with the bat. Glenn Maxwell, who we wanted to be over there, would have been handy with the ball. Couldn't have done any worse with the bat. Um, you know, um, we, we, I, I, I began this by saying there's no shame to be losing to this fantastic Indian side, and I stand by that. But it is disappointing that the Australians are losing in exactly the same horrific way that has been the case uh, for, for year after year after year. And maybe there's, you know, time to do something a little bit more radical. That we need more aggressive batter, more right, more aggressive batters, more right-handers. I've said before about getting Tim David in the side over there. Everyone thinks I'm a lunatic. Um, I tell you what, he couldn't have done any worse coming out there if he played in his T20 ways. Um, might have cracked a few boundaries. He can bowl a bit off, a bit of off spin as well. But look. It's one test match. India got bowled out for 36 against Australia a couple of years ago. Um, they didn't have any warm-up matches at their own choosing. They will be better for the run. Um, they were, there were good signs until today, which was a you know diabolical day, and the last two hours of yesterday. So, um, you know, uh, it's just one nil. It feels like yeah. everyone's everyone was saying India was going to lose four nil in two years ago in Australia, and except for me, I had money on them and I was duly rewarded. Uh, everyone's going to say Australia is going to get absolutely pumped now, and they may well, but uh, I still have some optimism. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we just we were completely spooked. I think in the first innings, we sort of got our pacing wrong. We we, we were almost too like some of our batters seemed like they were a little bit too aggressive. They they didn't quite have the rhythm. You know, there is a certain you know you, you can't be hitting every ball for four and. You know, I know you've got to be aggressive. You cannot let the Indian bowlers settle. But, you know, we went from doing that in the first innings to in the second innings just meekly pressing forward and all getting out LBW. Now, it was, you know, it was tough today. We were losing wickets. The match was on the line. But it, it's, it seemed like, you know, of the tour, not 2017 where I think we were clear-headed, but the tour before where we just seemed no idea what our plan is. Are we attacking them? Are we defending? You know, sort of sort of deer-in-the-headlight stuff. And, um, yeah, it just seemed all over the place, you know. Uh, yeah. And what's disappointing is I think this side is a lot better than that 2013, was it, side? Yeah. Um, I think this side on, on Indian conditions would beat that side comfortably. So it's disappointing that the performance was so poor but it was the first test and we will be better for the run. 
here am I clutching at um, clutching at straws, maybe, but I believe it. Now, I'm going to get to some questions in the comments, but I just want to go through the Australian 11. Now, if we were sort of, I guess, um, if we were the selection committee, if finally George Bailey and Tony Donamade rightfully handed us the reins of the team and we just would have, if we got to just then call Cummins and McDonald and say, this is the 11 for the next test, we don't it's want your input. Surely. It should, um, so, but so one, just, one thing is, yes. do we have, we can bring in players from Australia, yes. can we not? Absolutely. Everyone's in play. Okay. Everybody is in play. So let's just go through the current 11. Yep. All right. So Kawaja, does he stay? Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, because yes. I, I think that he played so well in um, up till now and including in, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm okay. I'm still with him. Okay. David Warner. I never, ever want him out of the side. But in all honesty, right here, right now, I just can see him fingers going having up. these same situations. So for the first time ever, I'm actually going to give him the punt. Gone. Yeah. And, you know, if, if Warner goes now, so we've give the finger to Warner, put the finger up, not give him the finger, um, then he, he, he's gone for the ashes because, you know, one thing about Warner that, when he has a bad tour of England, it's not just bad, it's diabolical. So so we, we're drawing a line through Warner's career. Okay, Warner's No, out. no, no. We're, we're going to stay on as selectors for the Ashes. We'll tell him. I'll take him aside. I'll have a quiet beer with him. I'll really deliver it well. And I'll say to him, we are not drawing a line through you for the Ashes. We might be. But you just keep positive, son. Yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it really well. We'll do really good man management. I like it. And we'll get him to fill out that app they have about their well-being just to make sure. Um <laughs> Now, uh, Marnus Labashane, does he yes. stay? Stays. Okay, good. I'm assuming Smith stays. Stays. Yep. Renshaw. Gone. Go- oh, Renshaw's gone after gone. two tests. All right. I like it. And Head comes in for him? Well, let's let's see where the, the chips fall first. <laughs> we might have a okay. few. To- <laughs> um, Pete Hanscom. Oh, I think he's gone. <laughs> yeah, and Maxwell comes in. You fly Maxwell in straight away, yep. Yep. and you say, "Play Maxwell ball." Yep. And and in and in your team, you fly David over, and you say, "Maddie, sorry, yep. you cannot hit the ball 150 meters. You're out." Exactly. And you're left-handed, so it's two yes. right two right-handers. You, you tell me, Ashwin and Jadeja can do that to Maxwell and David. You know, they might at least get 40 off 30 balls. It's hard to do that to David when he's hitting you for 36 every over. Exactly. Um, the thing is. People who think that's crazy were the same ones who said it was crazy to pick David Warner in the beginning when all he had was white ball form. Um, it's a new world. You've got to think differently. Don't think yep. I'm mad for those of you who think, that, think nope. that I am. No. Why would you think he's mad? Uh, Alex Carey, does he stay? He stays. Okay, good. Um, reprieve. I'd still be getting Inglis over there because I think he's one of our best players to spin. He may not play the next match, but I'd be saying, you know. Yeah, get him over there. Yeah. Yep. Get him over there to give him a big stare. And he's, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Todd Murphy, drop him after seven. Go on. I needed, yeah. ten, I needed 10 wickets, not seven. Well, and he can't bat. <laughs> he can't bat, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'll keep him. Okay, he stays. I mean, Lyon's gone. Gone. Out for the next one. Gone. Um, oh, I went past Cummins conveniently. He's gone. out, surely. Gone. Absolutely gone. Um, you can almost send Cummins home and just say, have a No, rest. that'd be silly. No, what? We've, got, we've been entrusted with this responsibility. Let's not be silly about it, okay? That's the man management thing. You say, Paddy, I I know you just get on a plane, head back home, relax, save your guns for the ashes. Probably won't be Skipper again. Don't worry. 
but you, you did a good job. Um, so Cummins is gone, Lyons gone. Does Boland stay? No, um, I'd drop Boland as well. But what? I want to check the pitch first. Um, okay. My memory's so bad. I've forgotten. Uh, is it Darmasala next or is it um, no, it Delhi, next? Delhi next? Yeah, Delhi. It's Delhi next. And what did Gav say um, that we can expect? A Slow and low. Hmm. Depending on the pitch, I, I thought Boland bowled really well in this match and was very unlucky not to get a wicket. If I did drop him, it would be with reluctance. But I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I'm saying we don't have a Jadeja. We don't have an Ashwin. We haven't got anyone that really... Who, there's not one Australian bowler in Indian conditions that is worrying, that, that the Indian batters are up late at night worrying about. Given that that's the case, you might as well at least pick people with, with secondary skills. You might as well bring Maxwell and Head in, and if we have to go heavier on the batting, then so be it. At least we'll get plenty of runs. And, you know, I don't think Maxwell or Head would have bowled any, would have been any less effective than Lyon on this wicket. So you bring Maxwell, you bring Head, you bring David in, you drop all these people. Um, obviously, Green Cameron, Green, well. Cameron Green's in, so he's your opening bowler. Yep. Any bats done? Yep. Um, if Bolin might sneak into your eleven, uh, what Maybe about Agar. Mitch Stark? Agar. Well, well, come on. I mean, I think I'd have number eleven is Murphy. But Agar doesn't have a skill. <laughs> he's a left-hander. Um, <laughs> okay. Agar's good. Okay. Uh, and I think Agar will bat quite well on these. But Agar's batting at my – Murphy's batting at 11. Agar's batting at 10. And batting at 9 might well be Carey. Okay. And then, you know, all the all-rounders, you name all it. The, so you got, you got Kawaja, you got Labashane, you got Smith, you got David, you've got Maxwell, um, you've got Green. It's loaded. You're stacked. You've got Agar. As, you got Agar and Murphy as your spinners. You've got Green yeah. – and so I'm going to open with what Smith about and Labashane. Opening with Smith and Labashane. Get yep. the best batters out there. The right-handers going. Um, and then we've got, um, in no particular order, let's say Maxwell, three, David, four, Kawaja, five, Green, six, uh, Travis Head with a bit of spin, seven, Carey, uh, eight. Nine. Did yep. I say Cameron Green? No. Yes, you Green. did. So Carey, eight, Agar, nine. Murphy, 11. Yeah, yeah well, then, there's, there's 12 there. Kick one of them out, and then yeah, you've had it. on the conditions. So Stark doesn't make your side. You've, you've done with it. Maybe. So he, you, you have to check the pitch first. He's, he's a chance. Yeah. But, uh, but basically, say, our well, reign of terror as selectors, if, if we brought that side in. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, all right. So, so We're not yes. panicking. <laughs> no, we're not panicking. Um, I think, though, quite – look, unfortunately, they will not take our advice. I know. And so looking at the side, I think Kawa- the top four is not going to get uh, fiddled with um, before the next test, excuse the term. Um, but then, you know, Renshaw, Hanscom, the problem is now they've backed themselves into a corner. I know you don't believe this, but if they panic and bring head in, they're going to look like idiots. No, I said uh, that the that- other night. I said that that is – I don't believe that should be a factor, but it will be a factor. You're only yeah. human if you think if I bring him in now, I'm going to look foolish. But but then this real issue. So Stark, if Stark's fit, surely he has to come back in. Like if if you're them that are, you know, unfortunately more. I don't know. If you're the selectors who think in a different way to us, Stark has to come in. Who did he come in for? Because you know I think Boland was you know responsible for you know so much of the good work we did on day two. Murphy's done well. So does Stark come in for line? And you go. 
see you, Nath, um, or just start coming for Cummins and you say, Smith, captain this match, or do you go Hans, or Hanscom or Renshaw, sorry, you're out, move Kerry up to six and just bring in an extra bowler? That would be the worst option. Australia need runs over there. Um, we cannot have um, our keeper batting at six. Um, we've got to, um, you know, it's not as though any of these other bowlers are all that threatening. If, you, if in doubt, at least get some runs. That's what I'm saying. And it depends on the pitch. But if it's a similar pitch to this first one, then what they what they probably would do is they'll probably bring Stark in in place of Boland. And I'm not sure that that's the... That's the right outcome. I mean, you even look at this as well as Shami and Siraj bowled, and Shami um, got that early wicket of um, uh, he got he got the two early wickets in the first um, innings, and that the Indians will say that was good. But you could make an argument that actually, if if, if they were going back into this same match, India should drop their two quicks and bring in two extra specialist batters. Yeah, I mean, but but. The only thing I do think is if, if you put Kerry at six, who's a good batter, and Stark, I, I don't know. I just think they're not going to have the guts to drop Cummins or Lyon. So if you, if you at least if you bring your extra bowler in, I mean, you know, maybe we just have to, you know, maybe we can go the other way, except we're never going to make runs, whoever it is. So we've really got to, you know, have our best attack to try and bowl India out. I mean, we, you know, we didn't do too badly against the Indian top order, you know, uh, Rahul, uh, Pujara, Kohli, Yadav, um, Barrett all didn't make many runs. So, so you say our strength is our batting, but maybe we should go the other way and have a better attack. No, I'm saying our bowling is solid in Indian conditions. It's not all that threatening. Um, bringing in extra bowlers is not going to make a major difference. I'm saying unless someone's a standout bowler to get selected, which I think at the moment Murphy is, you might as well at least bring others in who can bat or go heavier with some of the, the part-time off spinners. And, you know, we talk about bringing head into the side. If you're talking about bringing head into the side and having carry at number six, then we've got a, a far too many bowlers at the expense of our batting. But, but Green what, comes back as well. Well, okay, so next test match, if Green's fit, he comes in at six. So handsome goes. That's easy. Right-hander for right-hand, you get an extra quick, right? Then who does Stark replace? That is the question. Who will they pick and All right, drop? So we're now will moving will it be Lyon? Who we think they will pick? Yeah. Will it be Lyon or Cummins? No, they're not going to drop Lyon. In a so it'll be Boland then. And Boland was our best part, fast bowler. Yeah, they will drop, they'll probably drop Boland. They've done it before. They'll, yeah. Don't forget Hazelwood might be fit as well. So there's yeah. – um, they might bring him in. It's hard to know who they'll go. Um, yeah. I, I think that Renshaw might be under pressure as well. Yeah, well – I mean, I can see Green replacing Hanscom because he's a right hand. Uh, Renshaw, if he's under pressure, they, I mean, they can only bring in head for him. Um, and, and then, yeah, if if Stark and and Hazel would have fit, um, maybe Boland goes, maybe Cummins goes. I don't know, but it, they're know, not going to drop Cummins. We're talking that in reality, they'll no. make as few changes as possible. They're not going to drop Cummins. They're not going to drop Lyon. Um, the, the changes will probably be they'll bring Green in, maybe um, for. Hanscom, as you said, and potentially head in for Renshaw and potentially um, Stark in for Boland, maybe something like that. Um, yeah. But look, we're gibbering a bit, I think, now. Let's go to, have we got any more questions? Yes. So, well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap things up in a minute. So, thanks. We've actually got like 400 people watching. So, if you want to put on, put in some questions in the comments now, we will take questions from the chat. But there's been so many comments, I can't really go back through them all. So, throw in um, your questions now. 
I, I will um, harsh Yadav. I think poor fielding and drop catches resulted in 400. Well, uh, you you're, you made the point about that drop of Shammy uh, was costly. Yeah, I think the rest of it, that there was a um, couple of difficult ones that went down. No, I, I, I think that India has batted well. Uh, Chris Jenkins. Wow, Paul is a selector, makes Stokes and McCullum <laughs> look cautious. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm wondering how that's going to look. If someone, if our social media guy cuts that out and says, here's Paul's 11 for the next uh, test match, it'll look a bit crazy. But anyway, a bit of fun. And my yank, best they can do, Australia, is bat first and score 350. Smith or Labuschagne need to get 100. That's the best they can do. Uh, I do like the idea, Paul, of... of trying to break up the left-handers. Like, yeah, would it really do much to just swap Marnus and Kawaja around, say, just for the next match? It would certainly annoy Ian Chappell, and that's always a good thing. Um, I mean, I know, I know you don't agree with um, batting orders, but, yeah. No, no, I, 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 let's not get into that. But, um, no, uh, to, to Mayank, I think Australia are better than they showed in this match. And if, if they happen to get a bit of luck and conditions to suit in the next test, I still don't rule it out becoming one all. Okay. Um, Terry, do you think we, Australia, will win any matches? Well, Terry, yes. I predicted Australia 4-0, uh, so I'm still confident with that, but I would love it if we, you know, snuck a miracle win. Paul, are you still confident with you your 2-2 two, two prediction? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to – some people might have thought you were saying you predicted Australia to win 4-0. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Never. I'm not that stupid. I'm not as confident with my two-all prediction. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. I'm very confident now with my 4 nil prediction. Unless it rains. I mean, yeah, rains the only thing that can save Australia. Uh, Jose, will Warner survive till the ashes? Paul? Very good question. They are reluctant to make changes until a series is sort of uh, either lost or about to be lost. So I think... Warner's position is secure for the second test match. But I think after that, if he fails in the second test and Australia lose, I wouldn't at all be surprised if they axed him for the third test. And so uh, then it's down to what you're saying, Manners. If he does get dropped, can he bounce back and be selected for the Ashes? They're going to look at it and think, geez, um, he hasn't succeeded all that much in England. So um, will he survive till the Ashes? I suppose if I had to put my life on it, I would say yes, but without any confidence at all. All right, big call. Uh, so breaking news, Paul. Ravindra Jadeja has been penalised 25% of his match fee and handed a demerit point for using soothing cream without intimating to the umpires he was. So we call it spot on. He's been docked uh, 25% of his match fee and, and he's, he's breached the article's code of conduct uh, for play. Um and the clause relates to displaying conduct that is conduct that is contrary to the spirit of the game. So that well, is the outcome. I was going to say, you're too generous. We didn't predict it. You predicted it. You're the, you're the one who was um, saying there's something of a concern there. You copped all the flack on social media for it. I stayed out of it. Um, uh, so well done, Manners. You've been vindicated. 
Yeah, so and look, I think that perfectly sums it up. And and look, I do think Australia need to go out and buy some Grippo. Whatever Grippo is, our spinners need to get the Grippo on their fingers if it's like the same sort of tacky stuff baseball pitch. And you, why are you smiling? I mean, there's these little things that you don't know about. Um, you know, baseball pitchers have something similar. So, you know, if it, it gives you 10 or 15% more grip on the ball, that means more turn. If it's not illegal which it doesn't seem that it is, then we should be using it. We'd be crazy not to. Well, well the, the problem that we've got is that how are we ever going to develop a spinner like Ashwin and Jadeja when when you play in Australian conditions, that's not that effective. It's almost like we need to cultivate some Indian-style pitchers here to um, produce bespoke players for when we tour India. Um, anyway, different different topic. Yeah, so I'm saying go to the local version of Kmart in India and buy some Grippo. <laughs> All right, uh, Lucan Simmons, does Green come in if he can't bowl? Now, this is an interesting question. I, I probably don't think they would do that, but I did like what Gav Joshi said on one of our podcasts that Green might be the perfect opener for the last two tests. You know, drop Warner or Kawaja if they're not scoring runs. You have Green to open and then he bowls. I mean, would you bring Green in if he can't bowl to start? Yes, I would bring him in if he can't bowl, but I have heard that he has been bowling at full speed in the net. So hopefully it's a moot point. Um, but do you like the idea of him opening as well? Uh, yeah, it's not the worst idea. Yeah, definitely. Okay, where's your mama? Can we make Stark bold Jadasia type left arm spin? Well, why not? First idea. Um, all right, I'll just see if there's any more questions. God, there's so many comments. There's like 500 people watching, so it's a lot of comments coming in. Uh, the comments right. are favorable and friendly and happy. A lot of celebration, a lot of Indian flags. <laughs> um, oh, there's a question here. Will Okay, will Travis Head play the next test? Like, not what would we do? Will the selectors backtrack? Because, I mean, if you're, um, you know, watching and listening in India, I'm telling you, our selectors have been copying an absolute beating for dropping head. I mean, I don't think anyone has defended the decision. So, you know, I think they... I think they could backtrack. They absolutely could. Yeah, I think if I had to guess, I'd say he he will play the next test. That's my guess. Oh, interesting. Um, Lennon, what do you think of Axar Patel? Uh, fantastic bowler, um, and that's the sort of sort of scary thing that um, he didn't even have to do much um, here. Uh, He's always been the sort of bowler I think Australians are going to struggle against. And, um, yeah, phenomenal bowler. Yeah, and he made a really good fine innings in that first, yeah. um, that partnership with Jadeja. So great all-round performance. Sam 80, Hickey, 82, 84 or something. Mm, 84. Would Sam, uh, Sam Hickey, would Adam Zampa make a difference on these wickets? Well, uh, I was commentating on a Shield match today and Zampa's playing for New South Wales. And actually did go down the nets and he was bowling in the nets and I was – sort of thinking, you know, should Zampa be over there? And, I mean, there's even a couple of spinners playing for Tasmania today um, that were quite handy. And I'm like, shouldn't we have just taken like like eight spinners over and just seen what we were given on the pitches and seen how they performed? But uh, I, I think Zampa certainly was worth a, worth a look at. It would be interesting. Um, we've talked about it before. His red ball record is poor, but... He doesn't play much red ball cricket. Australian pitchers, very few spinners do well. I think it would have been interesting. Um, I'm, I'm torn about it, but I, I agree with you, Menas. I would like to have him over there to have the option. 
All right. Well, look, lots of great questions. Thanks for everybody that has um, been watching live. And, um, yeah, so big news. Jadeja has been fined 25% of his match fee. Uh, that is also... the big news of the day. Um, much more big, much more important than who won the cricket. I can't remember who won the match. Um, <laughs> well, it fizzled out to a draw, I think. Uh, big news during the show. But, well, no, it's big news because India were like we nothing – nothing was wrong and clearly something was um india won by an innings and 132 runs there is some talk that perhaps um that the third test from dharamashala might be moved to another venue because there's problems with some renovations there so you know that's um something to look out for um but the, the next test is not till I've the actually seventh- heard the, the breaking news on that the third test from dharamashala has already been moved it's been moved to nagpur <laughs> and they're playing it tomorrow yeah. <laughs> they reckon they'll fit it in in the allotted five days. Um, so there's actually a bit of a gap now. The, the next match is not due until Friday the 17th. So, um, you know, Australia have got a lot of times to lick their wounds and recover from this. Uh, I think it's going to be an uphill battle. But I, I would like to think whatever happens from here, Paul, the Australians, this is their worst performance. Even if we don't win another match, I would like to think we can – be more competitive, uh, you know, occupy the crease a bit longer, score some runs. India are going to be tough to beat. They, we, we saw it in this match. They've got it all. Bat, ball. They, I mean, we haven't talked about their quicks. Shami and Shiraz, when they got the ball, looked fantastic. So, you know, we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting if Australia do then perform a lot better after this. Questions will come around about, well, was it the right thing to do by Australia to choose not to have any um, warm-up matches in preparation? That, um, or anyway, um, but I, I think that some decent, solid hitouts in the nets should improve them a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, um, India, beware. <laughs> India, indeed, <laughs> nothing to be where we need to be where. But anyway, look, thanks everybody. That's our wrap from day three from Nagpur. There'll be no wraps for day four or five because it's all over. India have taken a one nil series of lead. They won by an innings and one hundred and thirty two runs. Australia bowled out for ninety one. Let that sink in the second lowest total ever against India. Uh, thanks, everybody in India who's been listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube. Actually, we were like the second-ranked uh, cricket podcast in India on Apple Charts. We're also like the, you know, in the top 15 of all sports podcasts in India. So really appreciate all the new listeners. Um, yeah, if, go on to our Twitter, at Amenas. And what's your uh, Twitter handle, Paul? Uh, Paul Dennett underscore and um, look me up on TikTok, paul.dennett and look us up on TikTok as well cricket unfiltered and i think it's a tradition in these shows anyone who wants to sponsor us to come over for the 2023 world cup um we will say anything you want um in fact we'll cover there as total cheerleaders for the indian side you was robbed he was <laughs> robbed i swear he was robbed <laughs> uh, but yeah look thanks for all the support over the match and we'll be back uh, during the week with a little preview of the next test See ya. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. 
It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.